Anti-mass protests and racism. What is the link? You're listening to Insights on Longwood's Healthcare Services Radio. Insights is brought to you by Longwoods.com, presenting better care through health services publishing, education, and recruitment. Anti-mass sentiments and racism. In the past several months, we have heard, experienced, or read about individuals who refuse to wear a mask and direct racist comments towards customers and members of staff in public places. One specific incident caught the attention of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, a man and a woman who refused to wear a mask at a TNT supermarket were openly discriminating against staff and making insensitive remarks about their home countries. In these situations, we see that racism and discrimination are part of the rhetoric inherent in anti-mask sentiments. However, anti-mask sentiments remain a somewhat novel phenomenon that have only exploded recently in the context of widespread restrictions associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. By analyzing instances of anti-mask sentiments detailed in news reports in Canada, we sought to understand their interplay with racism or discrimination. What do news reports say? Six out of 77 Canadian news reports on anti-mask topics explicitly detailed instances of racism. Examples of racism included instances of anti-maskers being particularly disrespectful toward immigrants and individuals perceived as outsiders, particularly those with an Asian heritage. The underlying tone and content of their racist remarks was inappropriate, presumptive, aggressive, and sometimes expletive. People with anti-mask sentiments frequently associated the spread of COVID-19 with people who have an Asian heritage and are from East Asian countries. People also closely associated the spread of COVID-19 with communism that they used as a pretense for discrimination against individuals from an Asian background. While there was an overwhelming focus on people who looked Asian, anti-mass sentiments were also directed toward other individuals including black people, indigenous people, or persons of color. These reports highlight the link between anti-mass sentiments and racism and discrimination, leading to the question, is there a common denominator that is driving individuals to express both anti-mask and racist sentiments? Based on the news reports, we believe that underlying issues of freedom and liberty that encourage mass sentiments are also responsible for promoting racism and discrimination against minorities. Freedom and Liberty Certain groups have always voiced the importance of freedom and liberty when widespread policy interventions are introduced. We have seen the emphasis on freedom in the context of vaccination, whereby individuals choose to refuse routine vaccination despite the rise of a disease on a global scale. Similar anti-mass sentiments were found during the Spanish flu plant pandemic in 1918, when perceived threats of personal freedom and liberties were primary arguments that fueled the resistance against public health policies encouraging mask wearing. Individuals who hold anti-mask, anti-vaccine, and anti-lockdown sentiments often prioritize their freedom over other considerations such as public health and safety. 
By prioritizing their freedom over everything else, individuals with anti-mask sentiments tend not to realize the impact of their decisions to forego masks or vaccines on their own health and, in turn, the health and safety of others. Scientific evidence that is meant to guide us in uncertain situations is considered an unimportant factor in decision-making by these individuals and, as such, disregarded. Instead, such individuals primarily make decisions based on previous experiences and affiliations with groups that are often rooted in an anti-medicine paradigm of thinking. The tendency for anti-maskers to prioritize individual choice may compromise our public health initiatives because it weakens the widespread promotion of public, population, and community health, particularly in critical contexts such as the COVID-19 pandemic, wherein the health of the general public is dependent upon the support and uptake of preventative measures by various communities. Although some individuals may recognize their decisions affect other people, they might still prioritize their freedom based on a belief that their choice comes first. A discussion about freedom is not complete without mentioning mistrust in institutions and experts. The anti-mask movement has escalated even further due to an ever-increasing mistrust in institutions and experts who, in our view, have taken actions to cause this unrest in the first place. Part of this increasing public mistrust may be due to the incoherent and inaccessible ways in which their messaging has been conveyed to the public. Our current approach to decision-making and policy-making is awkward, inappropriate, and unintelligible to a multitude of groups. Despite vocalizing our support for public and patient engagement, we continue to advance presumptive and jargon-heavy approaches that contradict the fundamentals of such an engagement. We forget to acknowledge that genuine engagement brings a diversity of opinions, some of which may be contrary to our paradigms of thinking and may thus be a source of intense discomfort. However, this is what engagement truly is supposed to be. Unfortunately, we have resorted to our old, traditional ways, leaving little room to re-envision and re-evaluate our approach toward engaging people who hold anti-mask, anti-vaccine, and anti-lockdown sentiments. Regardless of how discomforting it may be, we may need patience and humility to interact with individuals who express very different concerns about masks, health, and vaccines, as well as those who use these situations as a pretense to express racism and discrimination. Conclusion. The bottom line is that there is a link between individuals who express anti-mask sentiments and those who practice racism and discrimination. The issue appears to stem from such individuals prioritizing their freedom over the public health goals of governments. Furthermore, mistrust in institutions and experts that primarily comes from our lack of meaningful engagement in decision-making has furthered anti-mask sentiments leading to long-term inadvertent effects on our public health initiatives. This insight was authored by Umer Majid, 
Judy Trong, Agna Wasim, and Matthew Trong. For the full author credentials, references, and text of this insight, please visit us at longwoods.com insights. I'm Eric Hart. Thanks for listening.